guys, welcome to Basically Minimal. If you're trying to sell all your belongings and live in a white house, this is probably not the podcast for you, but you could stay. However, if you're just trying to live an everyday basic life and clean some of your house, then you're in the right place. I'm Morgan, and I'm just a basic girl who drinks Starbucks daily, loves a clean house, and just trying to live a little bit more minimal. On my podcast, we'll talk about organization, cleaning, living intentionally, and just all the good stuff. New podcasts will be out every Monday. Take me with you and listen while you empty the dishwasher or fold a load of laundry or go on a walk. Have a great week. Hey guys, welcome back to Basically Minimal. It's Sunday and I'm in Ohio, which is in the States. When I look at who's listened to the podcast, there's all different countries, which is really cool. So I'm in the United States, I'm in Ohio, and it's snowing here. And I'm just hoping and praying and wishing for a snow day. If you're new here, I'm a teacher, so snow days are just as magical as when I was a kid. And I'm just in my office, I have a candle going, drinking my coffee, and I was thinking about what I wanted this podcast to be about. I have, I'll have ideas for the podcast, and I think, oh, I should do that for the podcast, or oh, I should do this for the podcast, and I should just write them down, but I'm always like, no, I'll think of them. And then I can't when it comes down to it. But then it hit me, this quote that a good friend sent me this weekend. She said it made her think of me. So let me open it up. I'm going to read it to you. She sent it. It was like a Facebook thing. Okay, it says, At some point, I realized that I wasn't organizing my life. I was organizing my clutter. That's when I changed strategies. I went from world-class organizer to world-class declutterer. Instead of arranging and containing things, I got rid of them. Instead of shuffling them around my house, I escorted them out of my house. Like, that is so good. So, it's seriously so true. And I know so many people who try so badly to keep up with their clutter. And they'll spend all day organizing and going through toys or clothes or whatever. And three months later, they're in the same boat. So that's what we're going to talk about today and just kind of how to get out of it and be a world-class declutterer. So why organizing your clutter does not work. It just doesn't work. No one needs all that crap for real. Life is so much better with less stuff. It's also easier to clean. Like, I cannot tell you guys enough. And I have a decent amount of things. I'm not super minimalist where we have nothing here we still have stuff but it feels so good and honestly it really is easier to clean and I can tell when we start collecting things like Nick will start collecting things and honestly I will start collecting things too for example he for Christmas my brother got him a bottle of bourbon or something like that bourbon I don't know what the difference is and then he had gotten one for like New Year's Eve and then he had had one and then somebody came over and they brought us wine and then he lined it up which was really cute in order with his gin and stuff like that or bourbon or whatever it is I think it's bourbon and like I just noticed just even having that I have to move them to you know wipe under them it's just the more things you have the more there is to clean. That is just what it is. So I had read this book called What Your Clutter Is Trying to Tell You and it goes super deep, deep to the point where it's saying that you're trying to avoid certain things and whatever instead of decluttering. 
But the main thing is that your brain can get cluttered when you're living in clutter. You know when moms like get all overwhelmed by the toys around? Well, so do kids. So even though you're thinking it's great, they love all their toys, it could possibly just be too much for everyone and too overstimulating for everyone. And same with like your closet, all the stuff in your kitchen, your overflowing pantry, the stuff fridge, the laundry room, when it has 200 pairs that of shoes that like no one wears. The list just can go on and on and on. But you can organize those 200 pairs of shoes, but the shoes your family will continue to wear will still end up in piles and not how you nicely put them. It will still feel like clutter unless you get rid of 80% and just keep what everyone does wear. If there's certain shoes they need for special occasions, just find a different home for them because otherwise they are taking up crucial space for everyday items. So in our laundry room, we have a little rack and all the shoes on there are shoes that we use all the time. I switch mine out from summer to winter. Nick typically wears the same shoes because he wears work boots no matter what the season is and then he wears his gym shoes and then he wears slides sometimes he'll just throw slides on so his shoes never really change but when he brings down shoes to wear to go out I make him bring them upstairs his one pair that he always wears stays downstairs but any shoe that he randomly wears like maybe he wore it once but I've never seen him wear them again I have him bring them upstairs and I'm not forcing him to put them upstairs my shoes are downstairs because they're in this closet but he said he'd rather have his in the upstairs closet which is fine so anyways both of us don't keep the shoes out that we're not using every day we only keep the shoes out that we're using every day because we started there were way too many shoes in there and this past week we had a boiler day like a no, not a boiler day, a boil alert day. And I cleaned the whole house. And so I reorganized those shoes and I like took some upstairs. I took some of mine in the closet and now everything fits. If it doesn't fit on the rack, like it cannot stay in. His work boots are an exception. I, we do keep those off because they're kind of hard to get on the rack and he uses them every day. So those are fine sitting off to the side. When you organize the clutter, you are not getting to the root of the problem. You're just masking the symptoms. Just like when people want to get to the root of a health problem and not take random meds to help possibly get rid of symptoms, they just want to be cured. That's your house. Your house wants to be cured too. And when you just keep spending all your time organizing all the clutter, what is going to end up turning into a mess again anyways, you're just temporarily fixing the problem. Trust me, I am not perfect. I do this too. It takes quite a few times to really get rid of clutter. I also will sometimes be totally clear of clutter and then somehow an area creeps in and I have to be like, whoa, stop, this area is cluttered. But because I have the skills and mindset behind me, it's easier for me to get rid of things and declutter instead of just kind of piling up. I also think it depends on your season or your hobbies. So if you're super into something at the time, like let's say gardening, you might have a lot of things in the garage that have to do with gardening or out on your patio or whatever. But you also have to be realistic about your hobbies and if in your seasons. And once you get out of a season or get out of a hobby, you really have to declutter. So that'd probably be my number one tip. I want to talk about how to do this and just the tips for decluttering because you're probably thinking, what the heck, where do I even start? But that is my number one tip is 
think about the season that you're in or the hobbies that you have. And once you're out of that, you need to be really realistic with yourself and think, okay, am I doing this hobby anymore? Are we in this season anymore? And a good example of that would be, I used to have a bow business. Absolutely loved it. I would definitely do that again once I have baby girls, but I could not do that work full time and just do everything because when you have something like a bow business, you have to be ahead of the holidays, ahead of the seasons. So for example, if it's Halloween stuff, you have to start getting that ready in like end of July, early August, ordering the stuff. And it was just too much for me being a teacher to be ahead of the time and then be in real time. So it was just too much. So anyways, I got rid of so much of that stuff, like literally got rid of it. And I've been trying to do it for a while at the time. And I kept holding on to things and being like, well, I could sew this or I could do this with this or this would be cute for X, Y, Z. I don't know. And then I thought, you know what? No, enough is enough. So I got rid of pretty much everything. The only things I kept were some bullet fabric with Target on it or Starbucks or like anything that I was like, okay, when I have babies, I'm a hundred percent going to want to make stuff for them out of this because I know how to do it. So I'm like, it's, I might as well keep it, but I put all the stuff. I took it. I used to have so much stuff in my office. I took it out of my office and I put in a storage bin in the basement and I'm like, you know what? When that time comes, when that season comes around again, I will take it out, but why is it taking up my space upstairs? And it was like my whole closet up here because I'm in my office was all my bow stuff. And it was really organized, but my season just shifted and I wanted less stuff in the office. And I don't know when I moved. I feel like I was teaching virtually and that stuff was still in my office. And then... I think when Nick moved in and I needed to start like sharing space with him is when I kind of started reorganizing the office. Most of the closet is my my stuff, but he just doesn't have that much stuff. However, I had to let go of that bow season and be like, okay, no more. So that would be my number one tip, like letting go of seasons and hobbies and being realistic with yourself. I also would say to start small, do a drawer or cabinet or small area because when you do that, it's easier, A, it's easier to finish, and also, too, it will motivate you to do something else. Like, if you just take out your cups and get rid of some and reorganize that, you'll be like, oh my gosh, I want to do the next cabinet over and then the next, and it's kind of a positive snowball effect I know Fallon just did that recently and she absolutely loved it so starting small is easier because it doesn't become overwhelming also do not keep anything just because do not keep anything expired which kind of sounds like of course but sometimes people do that do not keep anything that you could use maybe like one time in two years from now if you've never used it and also going along with the expired thing lotions that you've used once and they're just sitting in your drawer like maybe they're not expired but you never use them so get rid of it and don't keep anything if you haven't used it like I just said but really anything if it's something like batteries obviously you're going to keep them because you're going to use them 
But if it's something like, oh my gosh, no, I can't think of something besides toiletries. A picture frame. Okay, if you have had this picture frame forever and you never put a picture in it, either put a picture in it and put it up or get rid of the picture frame. If it's broken, you will not fix it probably, so get rid of it. And also finish the job. Don't just move the pile to another area of the house. Donate, trash, clean it up. Just finish the job. Just like the quote said about, you know, organizing the clutter. If you're just moving it to somewhere else, it's not really getting cleaned up or decluttered. And then reorganize whatever area you did declutter. So like I said, if you take out all the cups and get rid of them, when you go to put them in, put them in a functional, aesthetic, great way. Okay, so my thoughts. Sometimes I feel like people don't even realize they have clutter. They just think it's normal, which is cool. But if I can't tell you anything, it is so freeing to get rid of things and just live in a house where you can find stuff. It might take you a little bit of time, especially I am a very nostalgic, is that the word, person? I love history and all that jazz. Like I can't watch Fuller House because when they do the flashbacks of Full House, my heart pretty much shatters. That is where my emotional level is at. So if I can get rid of stuff, you can too. It might seem sad getting rid of all your baby's clothes, but you don't need them. You don't need all that. And you can just keep a couple. And honestly, like I always see people, they'll put their baby in something that they were in and their mom was in or something like that. And okay, maybe you keep one outfit for your kid to do that with something special or something, whatever. But you don't need to keep all the clothes. There is zero reason for that. And when you start getting rid of things, you'll find that you rush less and you stress. Rush less, like rush around, and stress less. You have more time to enjoy instead of more time thinking about what you need to clean. So are you organizing your clutter or getting rid of your clutter? You get to decide. With that being said, you don't have to get rid of everything, but if you're the person who spends a Saturday every four months cleaning the playroom or the basement just to somewhat organize it and it gets trashed the next day or that day and you have to do it all again in a few months, then definitely consider getting rid of stuff. I'm going to do this in my classroom. I have these storage bins in their lockers by month and I legit never use anything in them. Maybe a little, but it's honestly ridiculous that I have them. I went through January this past week and my mission is to go through all of them within the next couple of weeks. I started doing this because I wanted to go part-time, which is a whole different story in itself. And I thought I would be sharing my classroom, but I think they're going to deny me. So at least my room will be super clean and super organized. And it already is like behind my desk. I got rid of, I didn't really get rid of too much stuff, but I definitely did what I said above. If I haven't used it, if it's broken, whatever. And there's half of the area is clean and it feels so good going in there in the morning. So yeah. And anyways, the last thing I want to tell you is that I'm starting to sell, sell shirts and sweatshirts that go along with our minimal journey. So the link is below and it says pre-order that closes January something, which 
it did close, but I have an order coming in soon, so feel free to purchase because I probably have a size. And the one set sweatshirt says organized, and I feel like there's no better way to manifest an organized life than to have it plastered across yourself. Okay, last, last thing, I'm going to read one of those crazy Reddit stories and review it. So if you want to stay, feel free. If not, I will talk to you next week. Okay, let me open it up. So these Reddit stories are literally crazy. I follow this girl. She is called Lola Love, I think. Love. It's either Lola Love or Love Lola on TikTok. And she reads Reddit stories, but not about cleaning, more about crazy stuff crazy drama and things like that and so i was looking for reddit stories about cleaning which i did do a couple podcasts with them in there and then i stopped for a couple but i'm like i just want to add them in here so i wanted to do one about clutter i try to do one that matches so this one is and they're called am i the asshole like are they in the wrong or is the other person the wrong? So this one's called, am I the asshole for dumping my roommate's belongings in her room because she keeps cluttering up the house? And the tag on this is you slash honeydew okay 1401. I've been living in my parents' old house for the past five years. They do have some rules for the place like no huge parties, keep it clean, don't move anyone in without giving them a heads up, and keep one of the rooms free for when they have people visiting town. I'm not thrilled with the rules, but the only expense I pay is the yearly tax, which is a much better deal than I'd get anywhere else nearby. Up until now, they've only ever had someone stay once, and it was a family friend I knew anyway. A few months ago, they asked if I would be okay with one of their friend's nieces staying while she saved up money for a place of her own. She moved in, and I told her about the house rules and made sure she had a closet, cabinets, kitchen space, etc. for herself. I also told her to leave three places extra tidy. The bins I keep my dog and cat food and supplies in, the kitchen island, and the laundry room. We keep to ourselves pretty much. The only big issue is that she leaves things everywhere. Okay, I need a sip of my coffee because my mouth is getting so dry. I got the Ember mug, which like is not minimal of me, I guess. But it kind of is because I feel like minimal people buy quality over quantity. And this mug, if you haven't heard of it, it heats up your coffee through your phone. And it's seriously the best. Okay. So they don't talk really, but the big issue is that she leaves things everywhere. I ignore it the best I can, but she leaves things even where I told her not to. My pet supply bin has a lid on it and she treats it like a shelf. Purses, coats, mail sacks every day. I've asked her repeatedly to move her stuff since I go into that bin multiple times a day and I shouldn't have to always move her stuff around to get into it. It's the same with the kitchen island and laundry room. She either leaves dirty clothes and lint balls everywhere or has a bunch of stuff on the island that it has to be cleared every day to use it. I've tried asking her to not do this a dozen times, but nothing changes. Yesterday, I came home early and wanted to bake. There were a bunch of boxes on the kitchen island and clothes on the pet bin. I had enough, so I went around with a garbage bag to put all of her clutter items in and put the two bags in her bedroom. When she got home, she was mad that I touched her things and had opened her bedroom door. Today, before she left for work, she kept loudly asking if it was okay to leave dishes in the sink before she left. Now, So now I'm wondering if maybe I was a bit of an asshole to her. Okay, I cannot even. Let's start from the beginning. So this person writing it, is super lucky 
parents in a good situation for her to live in this house and only pay the property taxes. Like, that is awesome. But I think it's weird that the rules about, like, no parties and stuff. Okay, cool. And the rules about maybe possibly someone staying there is fine. But, oh, and you can let anyone move in. So, like, whatever. But I think it's weird that they're having a family friend's niece move in and not pay anything. Like, that's just so weird to me. Okay. Then it says how she wants her to have the three places extra tidy. Which, okay, totally makes sense because it's her house. Like, she can make the rules. And then... She's, like, leaving stuff on the pet bins and whatever and leaves dirty clothes. Like, no. This girl is acting entitled as if her parents are giving them a place to live and it's her house. Like, she should be... Oh, oh, I can't think of the word. She should be so grateful and, like, extra perfect and not even be making a peep. Like, if somebody was letting me do that, I would go out of my way to clean. I'd go out of my way to make sure nothing of mine is out, like, any of that. Okay, and then, um, about how she says she went around with a garbage bag. I would, too. I'd be like, no, get your stuff out of here. And I get it. Like, when I was younger, I was definitely not like this. I was super cluttery and stuff. But, like, it's not this girl's house. What the heck? Um, and the girl was mad at her. Like, I do not think the girl should be mad at her. If she asked her to keep those areas clean and she always has stuff there, that's going to be a no for me. Like, what the heck? People are seriously crazy. And then I feel bad for the girl because she feels like, am I in the wrong? But no. I mean, I think it gets tricky with roommates. I... Nick is my roommate, (laughs) but I could never live with a roommate. I was kind of a bad roommate because I used to be the type of person that if I'd use a Tupperware container and I forget to clean it out, I'd throw it away. Yes, that was me. So if you're listening to this and you think I'm being crazy about organizing, like I used to be in the situation where I would throw a Tupperware container away because it had too old of food and I was like ew no I'm not cleaning up so that is where I was at I was a bad roommate but I also don't like living with people because it is so hard to have those talks and no one be mad at each other so living with Nick is so much easier because he's my partner so I can tell him like oh what the heck but yeah I think living with people is so hard and then these people aren't even friends And I think when you don't even live with friends, you should be extra courteous of someone. Um, Some of the comments are like, she is literally living rent-free in someone else's home and doesn't follow the simple rule to keep three spaces clear. Three. You gave her so much space where she can clutter her stuff. Don't let her comments get to you. And if she does the same thing, put them back in her room again. I agree. Or like put them outside her door. Um, This person says, tell your parents she's just freeloading. Just a freeloading slob. You expected a few guests for short visits, not someone who's making life difficult for you. She's probably already complained to her parents, and it will get back to your folks. So, folks, that you're being mean and violating your privacy, so get in now. She will 
Now act super passive aggressive, so don't let it slide. The only thing you did wrong was open her bedroom door. Apologize for that and that only and ask her to respect the rules. You are doing her a massive favor and she is taking advantage. I don't know if the main person commented. Usually I think the updates are like right on the top. So and that was 86 days ago. So I guess I saved it. So I can always come back and look. But yeah, if you want to message me or something on this because obviously you can't comment down below but if you're still listening I'd so appreciate if you gave me a review I've I haven't got that many reviews I just recently got a bad review and I was like what the heck it was it said this girl just complains about her boyfriend which one of the episodes I totally was complaining about him because living with someone is hard when you've lived by yourself for like 10 years but then somebody messaged me from I don't know, it was some country far, far away and said that they love the podcast. It was no joke. I saw that comment, went on my Instagram and saw that. So I'm like, okay, you know, sometimes you'll get like a bad comment, but don't always take it hard. So anyways, if you can scroll, if you're on Apple Podcasts, I don't know how Spotify works, but you can just scroll down and give it five stars because then the podcast will grow and I'll be so, so, so happy. All right. I will talk to you guys next week. Bye.